Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome to another week of the Family School of Thought. Yay. How's everybody doing today? Good. Good. Good, good, good. Cassie, Mm -hmm. how is the weather in Portland, Oregon? It is so sunny and nice, and I looked up the weather for Michigan, and I am not happy about it. Yeah, because you're coming in a couple days. I'm coming in a couple days. It wasn't so bad. Uh, it's we gonna so snow excited. where I'm gonna go. So, well, not excited we just spent about that. Uh, ten days in Florida mm-hmm. in beautiful, perfect eighty degree weather every single day, and came back to cold. It actually snowed really hard yesterday. It's just been cold and nasty and. All I can do is think about getting back to Florida. Yeah, I'm kind of sad to leave this nice. And what's weather. the temperature there? Uh, it's 60, 60 degrees right now. Uh, but it's like super sunny. It's been all nice all day today. And it's going to be nice the next couple days. Jess, how's the weather with by you? It was um, about sunny and 50 degrees today. (laughs) For about five minutes. Um, I went out without my coat. So still 47 degrees, so it's still a little bit warm. Yeah, it's a little bit. Just a little bit. Found some baby bunnies. Started with a fun fact. So we're recording this a couple days late from this fun fact, the Mental Floss Amazing Facts. But this is an April Fool's Day one, and I thought, you know, we're not too far from April 1st. So April 1st of 2013, a Tennessean, and I think that's how you say it, I'm going to go with Tennessean, Susan Hudson called her sister to confess to murdering her husband, and she said, I'm cleaning up the mess. And then she said, let's go bury him at Blackwater. And before Hudson could disclose that it was all an April Fool's Day joke, her sister called another family member, and that family member called the police. Oh, no. And so the authorities ended up surrounding her, uh, Susan Hudson's home with guns drawn and detained her before her husband was, de- it was determined that her husband was alive and well, and it was just a joke. <laughs> So, moral of the story, maybe as bad as an April Fool's joke, but thought it was a fun little amazing fact. Mental floss, amazing fact. Awesome. Awesome. We played, we had a good April Fool's joke we played on your mother. Yeah. Danielle I and I went and got donuts in the morning mm-hmm. and we took Grandpa's car. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, and so when we get back, I said, go tell your mother that I hit a car in the parking lot with Grandpa's car, but we're not going to say anything. It's tell her not to say nothing. Right. So, so then she gets on her about, if you're told not to say anything, why are you telling me? <laughs> and then about, about an hour later, she goes, did you really hit a car in the parking lot? I'm like, I'm not saying. I kept waiting to go check out the car, but she never did. Oh, no. Yes, I knew it was an April Fool's Day, and I told Danielle it's an April Fool's joke. 
Yeah, but you said that later in the I day. Just said, oh, no, <laughs> How about, uh, yes. You got a song for us? I do. Um, it's a little yeah, bit. You've been getting a hundred on these songs. Every one of them I've loved. Yeah. Well, that's, so, that's great. Um, I did decide <laughs> to go a little bit on a different path this week. Um, so I don't know if you'll really like it all that much, but I do still want to include it in my little category. Okay, so do you guys know the song? Well, you well that seemed a little shocked by that. Part. I know, it's a little bit <laughs> off the cuff. Really? Yeah. really? You, you were not... Uh, I think that's going to have to be bleep because it's on... No, no, we, no we're on explicit. Our... We can swear all we want. Yeah. You are correct that I probably am not going to like this. <laughs> yeah. What is it? So this is, it's called The Race by a young artist named TK or uh, TK47. Uh, and he wrote this when he was only 16 years old. Um, now, when it was released, the this song became big on kind of SoundCloud and like other like um, platforms that you don't need to like have like licensings for um but he released a video with this with this song and the day that it was released um this young man who was i think 17 at the time uh was arrested um uh, for uh running from the authorities uh for a murder case uh, oh, yeah um and the lyrics that i just played for you um kind of talk about he's in a bad mood today he, you might get shot uh you know i might come and rob you for your racks um which if i don't know if you guys know what racks means in like the like rap lingo but it means like money uh so he's talking about shooting and killing somebody which is exactly what he did that led him on a three month long chase with the authorities a manhunt chase where he was wanted by authorities in uh i think texas um, for shooting and robbing a drug dealer who was only 21 at the time. Um, so he has now been caught and he was tried and convicted, I think, uh, like 55 years. He went to jail for a long time. Um, but he also has another murder case that he is now being set to trial for while he was, um, running from the authorities. So a little creepy story wow. about yeah. this song. And what That's a waste crazy. of life. Yeah, I mean... Eh. Here he has the talent to do that and murder. Yeah, and it, this song actually, like, it's not just a random song. It actually was on the Billboard 100s, and it made it to top 44. Um, so, I mean, people really, really liked his music. Um, and it just sucks that, you know, people are in situations where they have to feel like they need to be a part of that life or rob people or murder people. Wow. It's a shame. It's a shame. Wow, wow, wow. But there you go. Take A47. All right. <laughs> well. Okay. Today's topic for uh -oh. entertainment purposes only. The sign is coming up already. That's not a good sign. I'm just warning you ahead of time. <laughs> and you guys probably could almost guess that I was going to do this story at some point. Or one of us would. For okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm intrigued. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Any guesses? No. I don't know. Okay. Janice Joplin. <laughs> oh. It's coming. Oh. <laughs> That's coming. But anyways, uh, to this day, Americans have been captivized by the story of John Bonet Ram. Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to start doing research on this one. You know, yeah. I wasn't sure yeah. you were going to do this one because we talked about this pre-podcast. So I, was, I wasn't sure if we were going to include we? it. Okay. I kind of remember having to talk about it. But yeah. then I thought, well, I don't, I don't think we did a podcast on no, it. No, no, no. We but, talked um, pre-podcast. I'm sure everybody can remember this story well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, can you? I mean, I mean obviously, I don't. <laughs> I don't like remember it happening in real life, but it's such a big case, especially for the true crime community, that like I pretty much know all the details. I've seen all the documentaries, stuff like that, but not in like real right time. What well, was um? There was a few stories before this, were, but it was at that time when it was just so sensationalized, and um, this couple appeared on Larry King Live the next day after their daughter was murdered, you know, just him interviewing them on, you know, Larry King which was the show for information back in the day. And um, so they, um, a lot of the guilt was put on them because they were very pretty calm and, you know, just telling the story about their daughter had been murdered the day before, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so I remember very, very well, but anyway. And so I was just, young, but I remember it pretty well too. I mean, yeah. it's one of those, I remember like there's a few news stories that I remember very specifically that, you know, like Princess Diana dying, the OJ Simpson trials, I like, right. you know, and like the, the Bronco chasing. And then like this, these are like huge things that I was young, but big, they like stand out in my memory. Big story, big, huge stories. This was, um, I don't know if the internet was out yet or not, but it wasn't really used to, you know, circulate information. Larry King was right. the place to be if you wanted to tell a story, get your story out. And so it was huge. And um, um, anyways, it was like, so it was on December 26, 1996. So it was Christmas Eve, Christmas night, the night of Christmas. Um, um, uh, Mother Patsy finds a ransom note on her back stairways. They had two stairways without. They lived in a huge mansion, you know, in um, Boulder, Colorado. Uh, they had two staircases. One went right down to the kitchen and the other one went to the front of the house. And um, she finds a ransom note on the steps at like 5.50 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and she reports it to the should, police, so she calls think, the police. I was, was going to say, I think you should back up for for anybody that's listening that doesn't know who John Benet Ramsey is. She was like six years old when this happened, right? She but was, she was a child beauty beauty. Um, yeah, pageant. I was getting to that in a little bit. Oh, she was okay, a um, you know a um, a well decorated beauty pageant contestant. Yes, um, she went all over. You know. Um, and her family was well known in the area. They were wealthy in the community. Um, the pageants were a big deal. Her mother was a, I want to say Miss Georgia in her day. And so um, at that time around 1996, it was a really big thing for 
women to put their daughters into these pageants and they literally would wear at six years old they're wearing false teeth wigs mm -hmm. makeup eyelashes and putting on these shows um this story here kind of put a kibosh on that and kind of made america realize like what we were doing to our little girls you know put them in these pageants but um it was a big thing at the time and she was very successful at it probably because of her money and her influence that made her successful but her mother was also brought up that way and it was kind of um i don't know if i want to say it was a big deal in the south more than it would be in the north but it was a big deal for you to present your daughter in this way so yeah she was six years old uh, she found this ransom note on her just laying on the steps when she got up in the morning um she called the police and reported her child missing and at the, the house, she started calling all of her friends and her friends also just started coming over to the house and having coffee and cakes and breakfast stuff. And they're all standing around like wondering, you know, it's total bizarre. Contaminating um, the scene as well, bringing a bunch of different people. The, the police came, it still didn't shoo the people away and say, hey, this is a murder scene. First of all, they didn't know she was in the house. So I, I'm kind of jumping yeah. ahead. So they're all gathered around the house trying to figure out what this says. Um, um, at the time, the only people home was the father, John, uh, the mother, Patsy, and a brother, Brooke, who, no, Burke, who was nine years old. Uh, her body was found eight hours later in a utility room in the basement. And the father, eight hours after all this was going on, says, oh, I should go check the utility room in the basement. And sure enough, that's where she was at. And he mm -hmm. gets her and brings her upstairs. She was dead, brings her upstairs and lays her out in the living room. Again, with all these people there, you know, contaminating everything, picks the body up from where it was and brings it upstairs, which I can kind of understand as a father, your daughter, six-year-old daughter, of course you want to try to, you know, save her and, you know, comfort her. So I can kind of see that in a way. Didn't he um, ask his friend to go check that room too? Like he didn't go check the room. He's like, hey, why don't you go check that room over right. there? And like right. he made his friend matter check fact, it. Matter of fact, I'm not even sure about this, but I now that you said that, I remember he sent his friend down to check the basement and his friend didn't find out nothing. So he went down with the friend. Oh. You know what I mean? So, Which even made it more suspicious. Like, yeah. hey, you're supposed to go there. Like, let me go with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is for entertainment purposes only. We're not blaming anybody. But um, yeah, I've forgotten that fact. Um, so the crime scene was con contaminated by all these people. The, the Boulder police were just like, they're sitting drinking coffee with these people too. Like, right. talking. It's like totally weird. Um, The ransom note um, that was left was very suspicious the way it was written. And they even found like, first of all, the paper and the pen that it was written on came from the house. It wasn't like they brought it with them. And they found like pieces of where they were rewriting the ransom note, you know? It was um, trap or the, the on off of the indentation. They yeah. changed, you know, they had misspelled a bunch of words in it. And mm -hmm. it yeah. kind of, uh, and that was found in the house. Um, and um, 
the autopsy on John Bonet had um, her cause of death with a bludgeoned instrument to the head, you know, blow mm -hmm. to the head. But the um, the um, coroner report said she was um, suffocated. You know, so it was two different um, ways, and they had actually found a duct tape over her mouth and a wire around her neck, and somebody had taken like a, um, a paintbrush because Patsy was a painter, and twisted the cord around her neck to make it tight. So um, here, you know, somebody did this really graphic death, you know, killed this girl right in the house while everybody was there. Mm -hmm. And she was there afterwards for eight hours before anybody even noticed her, found her there. Um, Um, DNA was found in her pajamas and her underwear that matched a male, but not her father, not her brother, not any of the suspects that they come up with after this. Um, mm -hmm. There was two sets of footprints found by her, by the scene, but outside it, there was a lot of snow because it was in Colorado and there was no footprints around the window because they did find uh, in this utility room, a window had been opened. Okay. And it kind of looked like somebody maybe crawled in, but there was no footprints or anything on the outside. Plus, there was like cobwebs in the window and stuff. So, like, it was unlikely that somebody crawled through it. Right. But the but the window was left open. Mm -hmm. And there was a suitcase sitting under the window, like maybe somebody used it as a step to get in or out. So it was staged. So everything yeah. about this whole thing, it's like nothing ever really panned out. You know, like no, the father, right. there was no DNA, you know, of course, the family, all the mother and the father and the brother were all looked at to be suspects. Mm -hmm. they, they thought really initially that the mother had killed her maybe by accident. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they didn't know what to do. So they staged this, you know, murder kidnapping scene, you know, made it look a lot worse than it was. Um, uh, and the father was just trying to cover that up. They also thought maybe the brother had killed her, you know, mm -hmm. um, and they had tried to cover that up. Um, there was um, a rope that was they found by the the um, her bedroom door. However, the um, the the ransom note requested one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. You know, they needed 118000 before tomorrow at between 8 and 10, and they'd release mm -hmm. your daughter, which is a very odd number right. to request. Right. Not a million dollars, not 100000 but 118000 Well, they found out that John had received a um, bonus at work for $118,000. Mm -hmm. So whoever wrote the note must have known that because... Why would you ask for $118,000? Um, the, the note, the ransom note said like, Mr. Ramsey, listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that respect a small foreign fraction. We respect your business, but not the country that it serves. Two gentlemen are looking over your daughter Do not that do not particularly like you. So I advise you not to provoke them. 
speaking to anyone about the situation such as police or FBI or will result in your daughter's beheading. Like what a weird ransom now. You know, it's right. like, yeah. And so because it was 118,000, they mentioned his business that he has, which he was in software, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. So it kind of made it look like um, maybe it was some enemies of his company that was trying to get to him or maybe some disgruntled workers who mm -hmm. happened to know that he made $118,000 bonus, you know? So um, you can try to deceive us, but be warned that we are familiar with the law enforcement management and testing you. Stand a, you stand a 99 cents you stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us. Follow our instructions and you will receive a 100% chance of getting your daughter back. Sign SBTC. You know, what a weird ransom note. It doesn't even, yeah. kind of yeah. rambles on and it's like- It's too much information. They thought this person must have some, they're gonna get it. You know that this person must have knew something that the other, the public doesn't know, and they're going to get it by reading this note. Um, the like I said, the note was written on a pen and paper that was found inside the house, and um, a practice letters were found with misspelled errors. So it kind of threw them too because either the person wasn't, you know, I don't want to say not very smart, but didn't know how to spell well or write well but tried to make it look like they did. So they were kind of either covering their tracks, trying to make it look like they were smarter than they was, or they suspected Patsy wrote it and was trying to dummy it up, you know, to look like somebody right. who didn't. Um, the, uh, a, also, there was a local man who had been, uh, they were looking at, and he had been present in the house on several occasions and kind of was friends with the family and he would always play Santa Claus at mm -hmm. the house. And his wife ironically wrote a play about a girl that got molested, a little girl that got molested. And um, he had like, um, he had a real passion for John Bonet. Um, and he okay. felt extremely close to her and even requested that some of her glitter that was in the house be mixed in with his ashes when he died. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then there was another man um, called Gary, and I can't remember what his last name was, but he was arrested um, for child pornography charges and kept a picture of John Bonet. And he was really into the story and was telling his friends, talking to his friends about it all the time. And he even built a like a shrine about for her. I'm sure you've seen this guy on TV before. Yeah. Built a whole shrine of John Bonet, and he told. Um, like his best friend the day after this happened that he had hurt this girl really bad, you know? Um, mm -hmm. uh, however, the DNA didn't match him neither. And then there was another guy who let 10 years after this confess to doing this. And he was a divorced father of, and an elementary school teacher. Um, um, he confessed and claimed to be in love with John Bonet. Um, but his story didn't, pan out neither and and today this whole case is still un it's unsolved. unsolved. I don't know if I'll ever be able to 
didn't her brother um yeah i can't remember like within the, like the last 10 years didn't he confess to murdering her too yeah no they no had he a, didn't he confess but he did like a he did like an interview like a the first uh, time he ever did an interview it was I don't kind think of like confessed. i don't know let's see this happened 25 years ago right right no, yeah oh, the murder well, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. But anyway, but anyways, he was only nine at the time. So I don't know how he was. This was maybe about 10 years ago. It was like on 2020 with Barbara Walters. Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. He was like finally old enough to say, because he'd been accused of this his whole life. To, right. He was old enough right. to sit down with a reporter and sit, tell his side of the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was very, um, again, this is for entertainment purposes only. I'm not making any claims, but he was very unstable. Odd. Uh, you know yeah, I mean? he was odd. Yeah, but also you got to think too when you're nine years old and this happens to your younger sister and your family, and this is still on the cover of magazines to this yeah. day. To this day, years later, we're still talking about it. Right. Yeah, and that can be mentally well. And, yeah. You know, just kind of his mom died. Yeah, his mom, mom died of ovarian cancer. She ended up dying of cancer, and she yeah. never, nobody ever admitted to it. Uh, and sure. when that uh, one guy, Gary, admitted 10 years afterward, the um, prosecuting attorney mm -hmm. literally apologized to them for all these years of being accused of it. Yeah. And then that guy's story yeah. didn't pan out. So she had really had a backtrack. So, um, yeah, and it's one of those stories like every year on the anniversary, people mm -hmm. talk. Yeah. Really yeah. Unbelievable. I have the always thought, even from the beginning, because when it first happened and this couple were on Larry King, it was just everybody assumed they did it. I mean, like, of course right, they did right. it, you know. And they thought she killed her, the Patsy had killed her by accident. Mm -hmm. Um because I think she wet the bed that night and she Well and that was something too out. that there was there's rumors that she had you know, she was a bedwetter and she had right. accidents wetting the bed and she's six years old and right. too old to be doing that kind of stuff. Right. So the mother kind of flipped out and ended up killing her by accident. So then they right. just kind of like put all this together so it looked like somebody else did it. Um, right. So the son um, was accused because he really liked pineapples a lot. And I guess the, that night, I'm trying to remember this too. I probably don't have all the facts right, but um, that that night he was eating some pineapples and she wanted them and he wouldn't let her have any. So they got in this big fight. Well, when mm -hmm. they found her, she had pineapples in her stomach. Mm -hmm. So. She got, um, had gotten up in the middle of the night and eat these pineapples that she uh, wasn't able to eat before. Yeah. And they figured he um, got up and killed her. They got in a fight and he killed her. And he there was a flashlight mm -hmm. that they figured she, she got hit over the head with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he got, so everybody was accused of doing it. Um, but I remember at the time that, you know, all these allegations were going. And I remember thinking, this is a huge house that has mm -hmm. a staff of people running it. You know, a cook, a cleaner, right. a maintenance right. person. And so people were coming and going through this house all the time. So right. it it wouldn't be unlogical to think that there's some weird crazy guy right. that hid in the house until they were all in bed. Right. Got her. You know, and they hid in the house again until like, the craziness started again. <laughs> What's that? I said, and then just hid in the house again until, you know, there was enough foot traffic that just walked right. out the front door. There were so many people in the house, he probably just walked away. 
Yeah. And they did have this guy. He was kind of like um, uh, a recluse guy who did a lot of handiwork around their house. Right. You know? Yeah. So there was lots of people that could have been involved in this, you know, and people they weren't even thinking about. And even like that window in the basement, you know, he could have opened that the day before, just had it all ready, you know, and he could have easily, you know, shuffled the snow around to make sure, you know, things like that. And he could have went and got her, molested her, although they never, I don't remember them ever saying she was actually molested. And that's what I was going to say. She had prior, uh, like it was like it was. They don't think she was molested that night, but it was like she had uh, evidence that could have like yeah, like had to like prior trauma kind of. It was never really confirmed to say today. If this happened today, they probably would say she was molested, but then they just kind of hinted around about it. They just didn't really come out and say it, but um. So he could have went up, got her, molested her. Now it's in the middle of the night. Now things got carried away, then killed her, and then literally walked around their house and got the paper and, you know, right, right, made ransom note and spent the whole night in there before they even got up, you know, and did all this stuff and then left. So that's a very weird story and a very sad story. Yeah. And it they were really as wealthy as they were and, um, you know, they had it all the means that they had she was kind of a, a sad child she was put through this beauty pageant thing it was very important that she do this right and, mm-hmm. and probably why she went to bed was because she was so pressured into doing all those other things yeah you know? well that's another thing so like wetting the bed or you know like having any kind of accidents that kind of stuff that's usually a sign of well, sexual station, abuse yeah. so that's something too that like yeah that you know like it, obviously, not every kid is that way, but that's like one of the, like one of the big signs that right, people right. or therapists look for, and that kind of stuff. But uh, I think I that was my whole thing is so too that they were afraid that the son, the nine-year-old son, was molesting her, right. and then they right. kind of figured this out that night and they got in a big fight, and the kid, the, well, the son wouldn't kill. Yeah. Well, they they know for a fact that there was a lot of animosity between the two siblings because right. um, Burke had at, well, they're like at many times Burke had uh, I think they said that he, like, he had gone in and defecated on her bed and like yeah peed oh, on her bed yeah. yeah and like purposefully oh. like did stuff to her yeah and that's what I heard a theory with him that it was her brother that killed her. And because he was doing that, he was kind of trying to show. So he was being molested by yes. the father. Yeah. And um, then his father stopped, you know, molesting him and started molesting John Bonet instead. And the brother didn't understand why that was happening and was jealous mm-hmm. of not being molested anymore. And so he was defecating and peeing wow. on her bed mm-hmm. to, you know, like to try to like get the attention, attention back. back. Yeah. yeah. I heard that too. My whole thing, though, too, is you know, like with those beauty pageants. I mean, there there are those stage moms that fully go out for those kids that do that kind of stuff. But I mean, this was back in the mid '90s, though, too. How do you like? Maybe the parents were involved in some kind of sex ring too, and like pimping their kid out. Right. You know. There is. uh, I don't know if it's real or not. Um, I I need like a 
for entertainment purposes only sign as well for this one. Um, but there yeah. is a said uh, picture of John Bonet and Jelaine, uh, what's her name, Ghislaine Maxwell is like kind of in the oh. background. And so people think that like maybe there was a connection. But they also think that she, there's a picture of her with Madison McKay, or Addison McKay? What was the young girl that disappeared while the family was on vacation? Oh, yeah. So the, there's multiple pictures oh. where Jelaine Maxwell is in the background of these infamous child yeah. abductions and murders. Right. Yeah. Another theory, though, that I've heard, have you guys ever heard this? Cassie, I'm sure you have. JonBenet Ramsey is actually still alive. Yes. And she is a performer to this day. <laughs> I have heard this. She's a singer. Performer. No, singer. Think. Like a famous oh. singer. Oh, really? Yes. And try taking oh. a guess. Yes, you know. I know who it is. Taylor Swift. No. No. JoJo. But you're... <laughs> no, no she's me. way too young to be JoJo. How old should she be right now? She was six in well, 1996. So, yeah, she'd be like 25. 30. So this is where I don't believe no, this theory. About 30. 35. Yeah, about 30 years old. Between 30 to 25, 35. So she is a California girl. Blonde hair. She likes the Daisy Dukes. Bikinis on top. They don't know that song. Um, I know who you're talking about. I don't. <laughs> Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Katy Perry, yeah. Yeah. There's a theory that JonBenet Ramsey is really, or Katy Perry is really JonBenet Ramsey. But it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't add up to me. It's like, I don't see what the similarity is, but people see them as like a doppelganger kind of situation. But I think it was one of those, like uh, somebody like had aged up JonBenet Ramsey, like in a computer program. And it looked very similar to Katy Perry, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that one. <laughs> no, I don't either. My whole and again, yeah, for if for entertainment purposes only, like my theory is the family knew kind of what happened or you know, it was somebody in their family or somebody close to them that they didn't want to because it was it was weird that they were like so calm. Wouldn't you as a parent, like your six yes. year old kid is murdered pretty horrifically? on holiday, you know, kind of a situation. I'd and, go berserk. Yeah. And that's what, Here they are on Larry King Live the next yeah. day. I remember watching this. Yeah. And it was just so unbelievable. They're just sitting telling the story. And then after that, they got attorneys that wouldn't answer any questions, you know. Yeah. Well, not even going on Larry King, but like inviting your friends over to like. Right. To have not right. even like, I think there's multiple like accounts of these people who they were invited over and they didn't know that they were looking for you know a kid like they were just they like had, hey come on over like we'll have coffee says, somebody has kidnapped john bonnet oh see i don't so yeah. her friends they start coming over they're getting food bringing food and eat sitting around eating and drinking yeah, they're getting catering you know well, like i can't believe the people that came over weren't well, shocked that these parents were doing this I mean, well, and I think though too, like I'm if sure they were. Somebody like if if one of my friends called and like, oh, my friend or my my kid is, you know, we got a ransom note, they're missing. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, can you come over? I'd think, okay, we're gonna come over. We're gonna try to help. Like, yeah, find her. Yeah, like <laughs> like you know, but 
Yeah, yeah. Not I'll buy the caterer and see if I can bring a deli yeah. tray. And... Well, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they. I'm sure they. It, like it's kind of like a funeral where you like bring you bring something to like pass okay. around. I guess. The day of the murder. Oh, but I don't know. Like, yeah, like I think it's odd. We were but... using the dishes and the glasses, and those were all evidence. Well, you know? yes, but at the well, same time, yeah. if if somebody went missing in the, your community, you don't think everybody in town would come over and there wouldn't be some people bring food over like it's well, I would probably a that common the thing would say everybody clear well, out of here yes yeah. yes yeah. um yes of yeah. course and that is something that has been talked about with this case a lot is that it was christmas eve or christmas day so they they christmas sent was, they sent it all was, the like yeah, rookies they like sent all the rookies yeah. who had never really co- covered a murder yeah, case before right, right, so they yeah. didn't know what they yeah. were doing it was Christmas night because they had gone to a couple's house for Christmas. But it was day. Christmas Day when yeah. they found it. Then no, no, the it was day the day. Uh, so yeah, so they weren't. They're not sure if she died Christmas night or like on the twenty fifth or on the twenty sixth. Got it. So got it, got sometime it, it. in between the like they overnight. They had Christmas but... with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they found there. the At home late, she went to bed, and you know, yeah, then the next morning. Got it. Got it. Got it. And that's what you know. Like my whole thing too is. I, I feel like her death is kind of an accident or it was thought of as an accident. Like, oh, she got hit in the head. Like, her and her brother got into a, an argument or something happened. They and they or she fell down the stairs and hit her head or something, you know. And the, the parents freaked out and tried to, like, and they thought she was dead and she really wasn't dead. Well, then, you know, then they were like, well, I don't know what to do in kind of like a barrier, barrier alive type of situation and then realized she's not really dead. Well, then what are we going to do? Let's just right, like strangle right, her. Right, so, like, right. You know, like, I don't know. It's just like a, something it's that, very you know, strange something that, like that she died of, I can't uh, imagine strangling my own child. No. With a cord. I made a garage. You know, and you realize that your daughter, your kid's not dead. You'd think that you'd get an ambulance there as fast well, as you could. I don't know if I think you didn't want the story. There wasn't an ambulance ever called. Right. To try but to that re- might be something. That might be something too. Where maybe they had a sex ring, or right, they were, right. you know, they were pimping their kid out, or something. You know, like maybe it was something, and then they're they like, didn't want to "We know. don't want this. Yeah, we don't want the cops to know what's going on. We don't want this to be big news." And the murder was more of a cover up for what was actually going on. Right. Well, so. I even. I mean, I don't know. I I agree with you, Mom. Like, I just don't like going downstairs, seeing she's accidentally hurt. If it's you know, the brother or whatever, like to be like, all right, well, we need to make it look like it's a real murder. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, if there was molestation involved, if there was a sex ring involved, it could like, I don't know, I guess that's like too evil genius for a nine year old, but like the kid be to like Bert, the brother to be like, you know, threatening the parents. That sounds stupid. I don't know. But like, basically like him saying something like along the lines of you know she was gonna tell about the molestation or she told me she was gonna go to she was gonna go to the police or something like that it it just like if i if the parents were involved in any way wouldn't you have taken the child out of the house and put it in a field i mean to have this happen in your house while you were there 
Yeah. Seems even I don't worse. know. Yeah. this whole ransom story. But that was something, though, too, that, like, so the ransom note is found in their house on their stairway, but their house had no evidence of being broken into either. Right. right. No. Like, they, like, they can't well, figure out how Other than that window was open in the basement. Right. Yeah. But this right. basement, too, isn't like the basement in our house or your house. Right. It's right. like, um, this is a mansion. It's like a. Right. Right. It's, it's a walk-up like, basement. I don't know. I kind of relate it to a basement in the church, you know, where there's big windows and yeah, you know, right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. This is something. I mean, I I don't think we'd ever will ever know think, yeah. what really happened. No. it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah. that is it's it's one of those weird ones that like there's something that we just don't know that would it's that final piece of the puzzle that yeah. and every scenario they come up with. Mm -hmm. Sounds plausible until it's not. You know, like right. All the people who confess the DNA doesn't match up. You know. Right. The parents couldn't have killed her because why would they have done it that way? Yeah. You know, like take her out of the I house. I wonder with the all the DNA, uh, um, like the twenty three and Me and um, the um, all those too old. Genetic I think it's. I don't well, know. not really, because the Golden Gate Killer was found that way. I know, but it, yeah, it was such a small amount. DNA, they could probably find it. It was such a small well, amount, and you can't reuse DNA. DNA evidence. So I'm sure they might have already used up all the DNA evidence. You know what I mean? And some of the DNA that they used um, in court, they proved that you could go buy underwear at the store yeah, and open yeah, up. Yeah, it was that such DNA a small amount. There. You know what I mean? It was like. Oh, okay. So, you know, it was just. Anybody in the factory Nothing's who's ever... working on your, like, underwear. So really, the DNA that they found really could have been from it was so minuscule. any of the thousands of people that went through their house that day. Yeah, it was right. so minuscule. Yeah. Right. right. And then, so, so, I mean, if they, and I, I guess I never realized that they were, like, such a wealthy family in that sense. But if they had a butler or a staff, you know, you know that kind of stuff, or, like, a nanny, you know, if she was being sexually abused by somebody that was in the household and she could have said, I'm going to tell my mom and dad. And then they like, no, you can't. And right. they're the ones that kind of killed her and stuff. I don't yeah. think, I, I don't think, think they were that people... wealthy. I think, I don't think they were wealthy enough to have like a maid or a nanny. I think it was like, they were probably just in the nineties wealthy, which was, you well, know. Well, they had a house over on Lake Michigan. Yeah, they had a husband. They were wealthy enough to have. I'm sex. sure they had. Yeah, I'm sure Especially they had being a maid. And when, that, or and a when house she cleaning. died, they came. They came to Michigan for a vacation. They did so have. They, um, yeah, they had a vacation the, house in Charlevoix, Michigan. Right, and they, and they came Boulder, here Colorado. shortly after that. Shortly yeah. after she died, they were here in Michigan. Okay, but yeah, they did. But Obviously, one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars is a lot of money, but that's, you know, that was a bonus. It's, bonus. A, it's 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 not, not a really, big right. big. It's not like a million dollar bonus. You know what well, I mean? Well, this was in the nineties too, before they it's made like, millions yeah, of dollars. But, yeah, um, twenty thirty years ago. But back to Patsy, she was really into Christmas. I believe she decorated other people's houses for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I could see that being a really, really busy time for her. It's so stressful. she probably had extra help at how at the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. taking care of the kids and doing planning dinners and stuff. So 
it definitely was a household where people were coming and going all the time. You know, it's not like it would be odd for somebody to be in the house. Right. So, but I also think that the the ransom note having that specific number was kind of like a. Well, this is the number that they put down, so it must be our staff because our staff would know what this number is. Like maybe our staff was right. looking around. Like it's such a specific number, and like obviously they knew that that number was gonna quickly be figured out to be his Christmas bonus. Well, so again, it was yeah, such right. an easy way. It's such an easy setup to be like, well, one of our staff members must have seen the letter. Well, and it had to see, have been somebody in the house. This is the house. He comes in, he, he's hiding down the basement. He gets up in the he spends all night doing whatever. Now he's wandering around the house and he writes this he kills her now, wasn't planning on killing her. Just gonna molest her. And now he ends up killing her. So now he's going through the house. Maybe he found the paycheck stuff to the 118. I mean, and then he just randomly writes this ransom note. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is just kind of there for him to write it out. I just or don't she, believe it. I just don't. I, it just, it's so set up perfectly to look like somebody else did it. Right. In right. such a that's bad way. Saying. Like, it's I'm not like, like it's, it's like, it's not like, it's like yeah, that's clear that it's a staff member. It's like so obviously a setup to make it look yeah. like a staff member. One of those three people did it, and they'll go to their grave knowing that they did it. Well, they I don't think did, the father or the mother, wow. the father and mother would have taken her body out of the house. The son, maybe. Nine-year-old's going to hide her in the basement. But a nine-year-old knowing how to yeah. make a garrot and, like, tie her no, strangulation? No, no. I, was, I think he told his dad that he hurt the nails and that kind of stuff where you learn that I, stuff. I think that um, he did it. I don't think Cubs Cubs teaches you that. The mom and dad helped him I think the mom and dad covered it up, yeah. I think that yeah, Bert think, was jealous. I think and, they covered it up with their son. Because, yeah. Yeah, I agree because it, siblings fight all the time and they roughhouse all about, the time, um, especially if there's jealousy had, involved. Oh, yeah. And, um, and she was so, kids. you know, she was number one. Yeah. She and was, everything was wrapped around her with this pageant stuff. And no matter what he did, he was just pushed aside. It was right. all about John Bonet. And I really do think that. They probably, like you said, even with the pineapple, they got into a squabble. Um, he went to, he probably threw the matted at her and threw the pipe or threw the flashlight, ended up hitting her in the head and killed her. And then they all scrambled trying to, like for purposes oh, only, scrambled around thinking, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We have to make it look like, you know, somebody did this. But, you know, and then, for like you say, everybody to the, them inviting people over. I mean, I would be I would be a basket case if somebody, you know, I, I, I just I just can't imagine them acting the way they did. Yeah, you would still be in shock if your kid was. Well, and if, I, and I guess my, yeah, I agree with you. I feel like if that really like if I hadn't Odin. 
I wouldn't want you guys over. I want I wanted to be talking to the cops and like this is what's going on. Let's figure this out now. Well, you don't know how you adapt. You really don't. No, you don't. You know, because I'm sure. I think logic if, kind if of. If they didn't have something to do, they were in total shock too. You know what I mean? And when you're in shock, you're just kind of going with whatever's going. You know what I mean? You're maybe. You're not, but I don't know. It's just so odd and. You know, their reactions were just, I mean, obviously they, like, you can't, like you said, dad, like you can't know what it's like to be in that situation, but it just, like, I just wish, like, you know, clearly you can see where this is pointing to you. Like, why, why is it pointing to you? You know, I can tell, tell you, like me personally, whenever I've been in situations where it's a panic situation. You know, like something big's going on. Like I can, I I tend to kind of like shut down and take care of business. Uh, Where yeah. your mother flips out and goes crazy, <laughs> makes everything worse. Well, I'm like, I'm like thinking. Or cleans up evidence. Now afterwards, afterwards yeah, you would clean up evidence, mom. <laughs> afterwards. Uh, um, I would freak out, but during I it, out. I'm more apt to like. I I had to do something business because I was going crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. true, Dad. I've never seen you like panic. Like I've never seen you in a panic but mode. So. I'm the one calming everybody else down and trying to. But you wouldn't go on Larry King live and talk about huh? your dead daughter. What? You wouldn't go on Larry King and talk about no, your I dead daughter. Did not. I've never understood that, even on the local news. When somebody dies and they're on the news the next day, like, how could you be on the news talking? About? Like, well, but, I think, I think, yeah. you know, the Larry yeah, King all thing. All people are different. Yeah, I'll think people are different. I think the Larry King thing, like, if they had waited, like, a week or two, like, it wouldn't have been such a big deal. But to, like, literally you just yesterday found your daughter dead in the basement and you're going to go on television? Like, national television? Not just local and news like Larry King was a master at interviewing I, I'm, I don't know if you guys remember but we watched him pretty much every yes. time <laughs> so he was not a um, he was very inquisitive when, when he was interviewing people he wasn't attacking he wasn't right. like He's, making assumptions he was just a very he was unbiased. interested in his story yes, he so was. he asked really interesting questions yeah. you know what I mean and he was like that with everybody yeah he was a very unbiased a really journalist. Good yes, I agree. I don't know. I don't know. I. Uh, it's, just, it's just a crazy thing, yeah. and to know that it's still going on, with no answers, and with all of the DNA and all of the stuff that uh, people can find murders from thirty years ago. Why can't they close this case? I yeah. just don't get it. I mean, I it just was it so poorly handled. It was, exactly, it was so was poorly say. handled. It it's just impossible. Correctly. Right. There, and, there was, and I bet you, too, like the DNA that they did found, it probably is irrelevant to the actual murder. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, just bad, bad police work in the beginning. And all these psychics can't figure it out. Right. Go find that psychic yeah. that you had, Dad. And make sure she knows what she's talking about. I want to know what happened. What you happened know, to I, Janana Monet? I think that's what I should do. I should go <laughs> see. Yes. Oh, man. 
there's answers out there that they're just um that's what i'm saying we're gonna end up they're just not letting them out i mean because they know it's going to be it. one little simple puzzle piece that once it's yep. in place, everything will make sense and yeah. mm -hmm. finally work. And, and I think that they did that on purpose so that nobody would find out what happened. I mean, why would you call all these people over? Oh, yes. They did it on purpose because they were trying to cover something up. Yeah, I agree. So purposes only. For entertainment purposes only. <laughs> For purposes only. <laughs> For purpose only. only. I, yeah, it's my my theory against the world. But, well, it's a know. very popular my theory. theory. It's not it's not a new theory. It's a very popular theory, and it yes. it, it does suck I, if it's if it's false and everyone is yeah like if everyone's ganging up on this kid who's now thirty you know now can thirty you can you imagine your Think mental health? <laughs> this kid is thirty and lived his whole life and being blamed. Didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Being blamed for his sister's death. Right. Right. And it's just, I mean, for him, you lived your entire life basically in the shadow. In your sister's shadow. Yeah, like the shadow of her ghost. Well, it is but, also I mean, possible that he did it and because it was so traumatizing, he doesn't remember. Yeah, that's very right. true. It could definitely so, be yeah. blacked he out. Possibly did it and doesn't know that he did it. And right. and maybe he knows who did it and is just not willing and and has gone into shock and oh, forgot you know yeah and put it back into the back of his head you know that they say that that happens too it's just blocked from your mind and he knows who did it and just doesn't remember yeah. who did yeah. it that could there will be and because that could he, also support dad your theory of it being a worker like maybe Bert saw his sister being murdered by a worker. And then went into shock, and then his his parents come down, and all they see is him standing there. So they think he did it. So they're trying to cover up for him, when in right. reality he right. just can't remember that he didn't do it. I have so I just found somewhere. It's a Wikipedia for John Benet for um, John Benet Ramsey, um, the father, the dad. Yeah. Which, that's another weird thing. Why do you name your kid exactly what your that. name is? Like, well, uh, well we can't really talk because all of our middle names are coincided <laughs> with family well, members. I mean, well, I was saying this too. Like, oh, okay, so let me get my thought out first, then we'll go back to the names. So, when John Benet Ramsey, the, the six year old girl, when she was murdered, that was the only murder in Boulder, Colorado at the time. Mm -hmm. So, that could be another factor in this oh, where, yeah. like, the cops. We're like, oh, we've never dealt with murder before. We don't well, that's to. yeah, that's the, you know, so that's the sheriff's departments. That's their defense. We never yeah. dealt with anything like this. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, that honestly, I mean, that's that is something that like you're gonna screw up your first time dealing with like something new, especially you're gonna if you send mistake. the rookies who have never, yeah, <laughs> you've never done and it. Guess rookies what? Have never done me, off, <laughs> off camera, I got a topic like this to talk about, but. Yeah. But so yeah. So but, John, they sent, but they sent the rookies because they thought it was a ransom note. They thought right. that somebody yeah. really had kidnapped their child. Right. Or right. that was the. Conclusion. Yeah, they didn't realize it was an actual murder until mm -hmm. right. after the fact. Right. But so Jesse continues. So you can get your idea out. Yes. Come on. I'm sorry. Oh, but, oh that was the, well. That was it. But I was gonna like the names like John Benet 
it's like her dad's name basically just spelled a little different but i hate like it's weird to me to see that and then people were because will smith has been in the news lately mm-hmm. and like people are like i didn't realize really? that they basically so named their kids the after stuff. themselves yeah, it's Willow you know, like, and Jada. You really put together and Willow and Will and Jada and Jaden. Like you didn't. Put their the, like, poor eldest kid. child who is not named after either. Of them. I don't. <laughs> but he's from a separate marriage. Still. He's from a, the well, his first marriage. Yes. But still, remember it was his best friend who. Yeah, she had. That's who was in the entanglement. And yeah. Oh yeah, Will I Smith. know. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know. Yeah. They're I don't even want to always... talk about that. That's I know. They're always in the news. Another family that loves the attention. That's what I think the problem with the John Bonet Ramsey case is they wanted the attention. And, you know, I think they did. I think 100% they did. Didn't I always say that that about Will Smith and his family? Anything they could do to get in the news, I've always said that about them. But I I think, too, with John Bonet's family, I think that Maybe they didn't really want the attention, but because this was such a high-profile, like, worldwide case, they couldn't work a normal job. So, like, doing their interviews and doing anything for this case got them money. But a day and after, well, though? Maybe they weren't as rich as they, you know, maybe they weren't um, as well, rich as they... So, I did, I did see they two of them here. Money. Um, okay, one person I think John did in. go on... I think he did go on working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, well, it did say here, and it's Wikipedia, so I don't know how true it is. Take it at face value. But it did say in 1996, uh, May of May 1st of 1996, his net worth was reported to be $6.4 million. So that's a lot of money now. So, I mean, yeah, they were pretty wealthy. Yeah, I didn't realize that, that. But um, it also does say that after all this happened, he claims that because of the case and because it was high, he had difficulty finding jobs, he probably found difficulty finding a high executive job making 6.4 million right. mm-hmm. but you know he could have flipped if he wanted to going from 6.4 million you know as a net net worth to a hundred thousand that's a well, huge he, he got married again after that and then i think he has a so he's been married three times yeah. um hmm. this could be just rumor uh, but wasn't there like a story where he was dating Casey Anthony? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yes. Sounds... No, I don't remember that. Yeah, uh, I'm no, pretty no. sure there was a story where him and Casey Anthony were dating, and it was like they both like people like started questioning it immediately, like why would you date each other? And it was like, oh, we both know what it's like to be a high profile parent in a child murder case. I was like, okay. But she actually, like... Well, she got acquitted. She, she uh, got acquitted, so... She got acquitted, but... Uh, that's another story for another that's day. That's another, another story, story yeah. another day. But that's some of the... Casey Anthony... That's a huge... Age, that's kind of gross, because that's a huge age difference. It right? doesn't matter to Casey boys. Casey Anthony was like... Well, it doesn't matter to men. No, oh. men don't care. Here we go. <laughs> I said one thing. <laughs> but if it was true, that's so odd. Just creepy and odd. Age difference. The fact that you're both dating each other and you've both been suspected of murdering I'm, your kids. I just, yeah. I just Googled it. I don't see anything. But okay. Uh, it could have been just like a, 
tabloid. Yeah, tabloid. But I think he did get remarried and has another family. Yeah, he got married in, I, I just saw this, this just popped up. Um, in 2011, it looks like he got married in Charlevoix. Okay. So is he in Michigan? A private then? Yeah, I think he lives in Michigan now. <laughs> or they moved to Atlanta for a little bit, but um, I don't know. Maybe they don't really say where they live, but he, oh, it I looks like they, they have a vacation home in Michigan at least. Right. And I remember they went there after this situation. They went there and, you know, to hide, I guess, in their vacation home. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I just say the Ramseys now, I just did a Google search. They live in Charlevoix. So maybe we shouldn't bash them too much. Because <laughs> we're going to Charlevoix oh, all no. the time. <laughs> all right. We probably have bumped into him. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Oh, he, well, this was back in 2000. Oh, sorry. This could be wrong, too. This was back in 2004. Uh oh So this is, like, close to 20 years ago. But um, it, does, it says here, too, that he was vying for the Republican nomination for the seat in the Michigan State House. Oh, that my God. That sounds familiar, too. So Can you imagine? Like he was running for a position. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, yeah, we've elected a maybe suspected murderer yeah. child murderer <laughs> sounds about right michigan sounds about right and john or yeah so dad ramsey john benet ramsey john ramsey went to michigan state so he's from michigan it sounds like probably okay how old is he um he's probably he was 40, 46 i think I, that's oh. what i saw Oh, so 80s. I'd be 80 now. Yeah. Wow. At least that old. 78. Were they old? Yeah. What or older no, when no, they no, had was, the uh, kids? Yes. Yes. He had another family before this. Right. And then yeah. she was older. She wasn't young. Yeah, she was born. She was older than you and mom. Um, she was born in the 50s. I saw. I think oh. 50s. <laughs> Well, she was born in the her mom was born in the fifties, I think fifty six, but um, that's not that old. He was born nineteen forty three. Yeah, uh, he was he was a lot older than her. And he has one, two, three, four, five children. Jeez. One named John Bonet, one named John. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, there well, was something about the any bit worse than I went to school with twins, fraternal twins that were Jesse and Jessica. No. Yeah. No. One was a boy. One was a boy, and one was a girl. But still, I why? Well, fraternal I, twins I don't always have like to be. that when they use the names in a, the same but in a different way. You like it or you don't? I hate it. Like I had a customer. Think what her name was now i can't remember but it was her dad's name but they just pronounced it as a female version of it i can't remember it now it was really cool i thought mm. well like michael and michaela is the same name oh let's see well don't you remember um theora and her, georgia don't you remember theora and what was her sister's name fiona 
Yeah, I think. But that's different. They're not the same name. But They're different. They're just kind of rhymey, cutie cutie. No. So you don't like it when, like, Big Edie calls her daughter Little no. Edie? No. <laughs> no. That's such an ego. Like, I, don't I think know. that's kind of cool in a no. way. No. Mm. Lucy. Lu- Lucille Ball called named her daughter Lucy. Yeah. Well, I can. See, I mean, I, that was Loreline when we had. <laughs> yeah, when we had Odin, like everybody's like, "Oh, are you gonna name him Matthew?" No, like I don't. I don't really like that. But I also can see, like, okay, you could find something cutesy about it. You know, like call him Maddie or something. But I'm like, Matt goes by Matt and Maddie, and when they go like, by I don't want to Junior, do I hate when people go by Junior. Yeah. Um, I like it. No. There's like got to be so much. Well, you like it so much. Why I know. Did you, why didn't you name Gordon after you? Could have named it any of us. a horrible name. <laughs> Could have named us Theodora. So, John Ramsey. Um, oh, no. he, he had five. He had five kids. But one of. So, John Bonet died. She was murdered at six. And. One of his other daughters from his first marriage died in 1992 from a car accident mm. at the age oh. of 20. In what year? Uh, 92. So, so four oh, years. Okay, I think I remember that now. And there was something about two of his kids were off to college. And there yeah, was something was, weird about he, after this. But they weird. didn't live in Colorado. But still. No. Well, it looks like from what I can see on Google, like just Googling it. The, the daughter that died, she was 22. Um, she was an airline stewardess. She died in um, when her boyfriend's BMW collided with a bakery truck near Chicago during bad weather. Hmm. How devastating. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember anybody talking oh, about it. if his other family, like any of the other family... Like those, uh, his John's other family, like his other kids, if they had anything yeah, to do with it. Well, if they had yeah, anything to know. do with it. Well, you know, one of them, that was also a suspicion. One of the kids came home from college for Christmas, mm-hmm. and they thought mm-hmm. maybe there was something there because they sent him away to college, back, you know, like go back to school, get it out, you know, out of here, and mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. But and okay, you can stop me in something here. Because everybody in this conversation here has a link to somebody else's name. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and and who you are don't we... like that? I mean, well, well, first of all, you named me after our, my grandmother who hates the name. <laughs> well, she didn't hate Anne, but she hated the name Lillian. And we didn't name you Lillian. I know. No, she named Anne. Did. But still, you were named after your grandma, and Jesse. She didn't hate the name. She didn't hate the name. She just no. went by a different name. She name. just uh, the, none of none of them went by the right name. No, none of everybody them. went by a different name. So it wasn't she didn't like her name. Oh, I didn't. I it thought she always just didn't like, like it. it. No. no. Yeah. See, and I have two names that yes. are in the My family: other grandmother and your mother, yeah. the grandmother and your mother. Yeah. So. Dad's mom, grandma. Yes, I know. I know who you named after. 
And D, you're named after your mother and your grandmother. No, my, my, not my grandmother, just adult. my mother. The middle name. Middle name. So all of us have been named after somebody else in the family, and now you don't like it? Well, I didn't say, well, and that's what, like, middle name, Matt and Odin both have the same middle name, which is Matt's grandpa's first, or right, it's that's not bad, but not naming I, somebody. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I don't really nope. mind it too much when you have, like, a connection, but I don't know, just, I can't imagine, like, like naming something after me, but, like, I want to name you me. Ah. Yeah. Um, like, to name you Denise and, yeah. you know, no. That'd be odd. No. That'd You're be gonna dumb. Name- if we were changing names <laughs> for another child. Oh no. Name, her middle name Denise. No, you can't do that. She wanted to be named Joan. She wanted Joan Aww. and like it's taken. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because not really. Jessica's middle name is Joan. Oh. I didn't realize we were she gonna wanted. use Denise in that. I mean we didn't end up changing no, she wanted. She that. asked if she could. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize she name. wanted it. Okay. Yeah. But that's okay. She can have the same middle name as as me. That's not too weird either. But yeah. if she likes it, but what did she say? She wanted to change her name to the other day, I mean, like me <laughs> or something like that. But Jesse, she's always you wanted. You do know if you have a daughter, the middle name has to be Joan, right? Either the middle or the first to. name. Doesn't have to, but yes, it's both boys. Yeah. And Cass, you don't have to carry on Anne. Or Lillian. Lillian. Probably You're going to have Lillian. I'm probably a Lillian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you could Lillian Joan. Uh-huh. No, mm-hmm. Lillian Anne sounds good, because that's your middle name. Lillian Anne. <laughs> I'm not going to Lillian Anne. Or just name her Anne. No, I don't like the name Anne anymore. You don't? No. It's such a common Too name. Blah. It's yeah, it's so blah and it's such a common name. Huh. But a lot of people are naming their kids Lily, and Lily has become it's kind a of very over, popular it's name. Right Lily. Lily is sort of overused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh. That's why when Matt and I, if we have another kid, we're just going to name him Ollivander. No. <laughs> I don't think so. You should name him Draco. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it's on to do with Harry Potter. What? We did not name Odin anything Harry Potter. People thought we would, and we did not. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, any I love thoughts on... John Bonet Ramsey. It's it crazy. It is something that is intriguing still to di- till this day. So. Yes, it is. It's very. It's uh. It is very upsetting that they can't solve it because an innocent child. But no, it is strange that his two daughters die because you know. Well, gotta think about that too. Um, if well, they one really were, yeah, I know, but it could have been a, it could have been a, a hit, a plan, a plan put a hit, hit on his kids, because, kid. you know, she found out that her, you know, that she might squeal that she was molested too. Yeah, well, maybe this was four years prior, so 
That's what she's her, saying, the though. The girl died in a car accident four years before JonBenet was murdered, so I'm going to say no to that, that theory. Maybe. Who knows? But maybe. Huh? It would be kind of nice to, like, have a psychic, you know, or... But that's something, too. Maybe JonBenet has passed on and they can't connect oh, with sure her. Oh, I'm sure by now. You know? Who knows? That'd be something interesting. Yeah. Many have tried, that's for sure. I feel like every psychic who wants to be something has claimed to have I solved. Know, I, don't anybody, I don't remember anybody psychic coming up with a theory about JonBenet. Oh, I feel like I've heard a million of them saying they like, talked to Brown. her. Uh, I bet you I'm Sylvia sure Brown. Sylvia Brown has Back talked day, to John I bet you he looked up Sylvia Brown's theory. I bet you she has one. Well, I'm, I don't know if they... They have theories, but I, I, they all say that they've talked to her. They've all communed with John Bonet. Well, then why didn't she say who killed her? Well, she's a kid. She doesn't know. All she wants to talk about is the pageant. <laughs> you think she liked being in the pageants? Mm. Probably not. Well, I don't know. At six, like, I could see if she was, like, 13, like, probably there was some animosity, but... At six, you're like a pretty, pretty yeah, princess. Yeah. So maybe, maybe not. You're like getting all the makeup and the hair yeah. done and all the attention. So, yeah, right, right. I think a lot of it too is, you know, most of the time those pageants, it's you got to do exactly what you're told to do and do it when we tell you to do it. Right. And yeah. I don't care if you want to do the talent or not, you're going to do it because this is what's going to impress the judges. And right. And I certainly remember when we had to get all dolled up for our recitals hating mom combing my hair and doing my makeup so it's possible yeah so did you and, like yeah. doing the recitals what no because i get made fun of them for them all the time <laughs> i get brought up all the Jessie, time and i get made like fun of recitals? i can tell you at the time i didn't appreciate the the training that we had yeah that's true we had like professional adult, training now, like, you appreciate it. yeah it was very like Top. For this area, it was very, you know, on, on, on the professional level. But, I mean, I remember when, you know, like a feather fell out of my costume. And it's like you got berated when you got off the stage because yeah. how dare you, you know. Yeah. Or my tattoo flew off during rehearsals. Like, you better have that nailed down to your foot, you know, kind of thing, you know. So, Or it was you told me you could do this move, you better do the move during yeah. recital yeah. or... Or else. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. But, you know, as a kid, it was like, ugh, this is like, I, I just, I liked it, but I also, like, I didn't want it to be that disciplined. But now as an adult, too, like, I've gone to other recitals, and they're not good. And, and now I appreciate it because they were good recitals. Right. They were very good. In and there's recitals. reasons why people who went to that, you know, academy went yeah. on to become huge stars. Well, not huge stars, but, you know. Yeah. And went I would dance with somebody that went on to be a professional, to professional dancer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you, you, and a lot of the people that I grew up dancing with, they're still very, very involved with the local theater and mm -hmm. the dancing. And a lot of them have their own dance schools now. And yeah, so it's definitely sent a set of lifestyle for the kids that I grew up with, at least. But. Right. I could tell you when 
I was standing against the wall with my leg getting pushed up so my toes would touch behind my head. Uh-huh. I wasn't, a, I didn't like it. Your knee had to but touch behind you. When I got older. Did you enjoy yeah. the patch, the um, performance? Did you like getting on stage and doing all your. Sure. Yeah. 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 I think maybe. You did. Yeah. Um, you like this for me. Yeah. I don't know. Preparation beforehand, not so. I'm sure but... our listeners would like to see a reenactment. No. You guys could reenact one of your. No. Yeah, I can tell you right now, I am not as flexible as I used to be, and I'm definitely not able to be at the skill level as I was. No. Not <laughs> even close. No. I tap dance a little bit, but definitely nowhere near. <laughs> Usually it's just because I'm like. Yeah. I do own kind of dance. Yeah. <laughs> we do pancake robot dances. Oh. Maybe I can show some um, movies. Pancake no. robot. Yeah, no, we're not going to have any footage from those recitals. <laughs> That's a whole different series of mysteries that we don't need to unravel. Yeah. Now we're definitely way off topic, so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, we're still on a little girl performing. Uh, okay, so um, anything else, you guys? No, I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, um, please like us, subscribe to us, email us at the family school of thought at gmail dot com. <laughs> <laughs> but like us and share us and um, subscribe. And follow. Please. Comment. Do it yes. all. Comment. Yes. Be part of our family. Join the discussion. And give us some good ideas of things you want to hear, uh, hear us talk about. Yeah. Okay, guys. Love it's you. I can't wait. Yes, I can't wait for you to get here. Yeah, we'll see you in a couple I'm days. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the whole day off of work for you. Okay. All right, guys. Okay. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Have a good week.